Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, September 9th, show number 196. And we got a full house tonight. That's it. That's it. We're going home now. Show's over. I like that, Scott. Welcome, race fans. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. And look, they're like right here. See, that's my hand. They're in the Ron Miller Race Car (laughs) Studio. V2. It's the Hammerdown uh, Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can also catch us on your favorite podcasting platform, be it uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And uh, joining us tonight will be uh, Corey McCoy. He's got a cool deal. And he brought Riley with him. Riley uh, driving the go-kart, right? Is that what you do for him? For him? You guys, we're going to have to get you cl- closer to those mics there. Pull them to toward you. And, and scoot towards it just there a little bit. There you go. Bit. Yeah. Here, we'll, we'll pull this back a little. <laughs> we're adjusting on the fly. Sorry we're a little late tonight. I uh, had a, a little technical difficulty setting up while Jerry's just sitting there laughing and watching, I'm guessing, uh, Eldora. Yes, sir. You got it right now. Uh, JD, Jonathan Davenport, quickest overall in practice. But Devin Moran was 23rd quickest tonight. Ooh. So Nice. So we'll have a lot of heavy hitters. And the track seems to have almost as much Char- uh, character. character as it had Sunday. So oh. we'll talk more. Oh, yeah, we got, we got a lot of news uh, about that. We also have, uh, a little bit later, Scott Warner is going to be joining us as well. And uh, there's one of two things he could be talking to us about. And uh, we'll leave that to him to uh, let us know what he's going to be sharing with us. Oh, no, no, no. We're putting him on the spot. Probably about a half hour or so uh, he should be checking in. So there you go. Uh, yeah, we are a little behind, though, so we, we do apologize. Uh, pay some bills here real quick, and then we'll uh, get to uh, the racing roundup from uh, this past weekend. Uh, once again, Oakshade Raceway, we're the fastest meet to race. Racing every Saturday night. This Saturday night is season championship night, and uh, since we got rained out halfway through last week, we're going to have double features, uh, and season championship Ooh. night is was supposed to be last week. Now it's going to be settled, I guess, this weekend. So a lot of racing going on this weekend. Uh, there was talk of moving up the start times, but I haven't heard anything on that. So as far as I know, we're still starting at seven o'clock. I checked about an hour ago, and that was what was on their fa- on their uh, okay. web page. I meant to check with them this afternoon, but I got busy with work. I mean, that's a crazy thing. Uh, but uh, you can keep up to date. Follow them on uh, Twitter, Facebook at Oakshade Raceway or OakshadeRaceway.com. Also, have to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most technologically advanced <clears throat> goose and duck decoys ever produced, manufactured here in the U.S. Check out RealGeese.com or call four one nine eight hundred. 8100. You're smiling. It makes me worried. Uh, you can check out some of the uh, Real Geese clothing and gear for sale on their website. And also uh, free frame photos for all your racing photo needs. From action shots to victory lane, they have uh, all your favorite drivers and non-favorite drivers. I should not have pens in my hand because this is what happens. I destroyed this one, and then Ron just gave me another one, and I think I just broke the. the oh one. my gosh! <laughs> not good. good. Good thing I don't yeah. ever clip that one in my pocket, Scott. Uh, Freeze Frame Photo does uh, special photo shoots by appointment. Give them a call four one nine four seven six nine nine seven six. You can check them out on uh, Facebook as well. Freeze Frame Photos Online, I believe, is uh, what they go by there. Custom calendars, all kinds of cool stuff. 
Uh, and I found out the calendars, they don't really, the turnaround is pretty quick on those. Really? Yeah, I th- thought it'd be like a week or two weeks to get those made. They can do them in uh, just a couple of days. All right. Yeah. And awesome. Custom calendar. So cool stuff there. Uh, last week, uh, we had some issues with the internet. And uh, after I got home uh, from here, from the Ron Miller Studio, Ron Miller Race Car Studio 2.0, uh, we found out that his uh, your modem was knocked over, you said, and unplugged. Yeah. So we don't know how. We had internet from who knows where. <laughs> but that was why wow. we were a little, little, <laughs> little jittery last week. The old internet from about three months ago that everybody was whining. Is that what we were on? Apparently, because that was the only internet that, that our computers here recognize. Huh. All right, then. Well. I, I, don't, I don't know how, but... But we did it. Yeah. So uh, we're back on real internet tonight. I also have to give a shout out to Big D's Pizza, Ramiller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dipman Motorsports. And uh, coming up on uh, our September 23rd show, we're going to give away uh, four tickets to the uh, Bev Jaycox Memorial Cavalcade presented by Budweiser at Sandusky Speedway, which is happening on uh, October 3rd, actually. Is it like the first through the third? So four tickets for that. I believe that's, what, two weeks from Very now we'll cool. be giving out a win? So Chris Mize wanted us uh, to do that. So we can do that. What's that uh, racing roundup? Then we'll get to, to these two over here. Well, while I'm doing the racing roundup, you want to start the scroll so we can have a sponsor's cover in my uh, name? Hey, that's a good idea. Thanks for that idea. <laughs> there you go. This week's racing See, roundup. Your name bu- you bumped up. You're fine. Oh, we're good. Attica Raceway Park was in action with Angola, Indiana. Zeb Wise taking the lead from Hall of Famer Tim Schaefer on lap 28 and driving to his second career flow racing All-Star Circuit of Champions feature win to open the annual Attica Ambush doubleheader weekend on Friday. Jack Hottenshield, who electrified the crowd all night, came home second. Skyler G rounded out the podium. Steve Casebolt made his first appearance of the season at Attica payoff as the former Eldora Speedway Dream winner led all 25 laps of the UMP late model feature for his third career win at the track. Case Bolt took the checkers ahead of Colin Shipley and Devin Shields, who took over the track's point lead, finished third. On Saturday night, Spencer Baston took the lead from Friday night's winner Zeb Wise on lap 36 of the 40-lap affair and drove to the $10,000 Attica ambush victory to make it a sweep of the track's biggest paydays in 2021 as he also won the Ohio Logistics Brad Doty Classic in July. Wise held on to finish second. Paul Weaver, a five-time and defending Attica champion, took the lead of the Fremont Fence 305 feature on lap three. And other than a few cautions, he dominated the 25-lap affair for a $1,000 payday. It was Weaver's seventh win of the year at Attica and his 63rd of his career at the track. Sean Valenti finished second, and Casey Zebold was third. Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions returned to Port Royal Speedway in Port Royal, Pennsylvania for the Tuscarora 50 weekend tonight through Saturday, September 9th through 11th. Oakshade Raceway, rain stopped the action halfway through Bomber Heat Race 4 on season championship night. As they were saying, double features are scheduled for this Saturday. At Flat Rock Speedway, Flat Rock wrapped up their racing season Saturday night. The school bus figure eight race was won by Rob Moore Sr. Captain Dave Lambert docked his boat in the Monroe Asphalt Winter Circle after a carnage-packed boat figure eight race that had the capacity crowd screaming from start to finish. Scoring the hard-fought win in an action-packed ARCA figure eight feature was Jeremy Vanderhoof. Uh, Kevin Stepinski in his Dodge Neon parked it in the Monroe Asphalt Winter Circle after the flagpole race. Jeff met, met Depenigan scored the win in factory stock feature. And it's easy for Dave you to say. Leaf, yeah, right. Dave Leaf was the winner in the street stock feature. Montpelier Motor Speedway rained out. Eldora Speedway, Sunday night. Spencer Hughes picked up his first Eldora win on Sunday night at the Baldus Classic 
after a uh, track with lots of character caused some issues taking out uh, not one, not two, not three, but four race leaders. Uh, Steve Casebolt led early. Devin Moran took the lead briefly and both had mechanical problems. Ricky Thornton Jr. then inherited the lead. He had issues. And Spencer Hughes ended up inheriting the lead and was able to hold on to the win. 27 cars started the race. I think 10 finished. And uh, Hudson O'Neill was one of those finishing second. And John Henry finished third in the Rick DeLong Racing number three. In modified action, Brian Ruhlman put an exclamation mark on his season by winning the race and the 2021 Old Orb Modified Championship. Ryan Sutter finished second, and Adam Strickler finished third. Terry Rushlow picked up his first-ever Eldora win in the Super Stocks division, and by virtue of his runner-up spot, Jordan Conover locked up the 2021 Eldora Super Stocks Championship. Terry Rushlow will be uh, our guest next week on the show, by the way. Can't wait to talk to him about it. That was a great run. He, he looked good, started out front, took off. Jordan did everything he could to try to run him down, just couldn't catch him. So in a four-powered race car, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Found on road deck. Some, somebody, somebody was looking down at him. I, I did wasn't. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, but Jordan again locked up the championship. Nick Bowers came home third in the feature on uh, last night at Eldora. Johnny Scott earned his first Eldora victory in the first of two Twin Twenty Five features. However, tonight in practice, he's lost the cover off the rear end. Not sure if they're going to have to change the rear end or not. Wait to hear about that. Nick Hoffman and Brandon Shepard rounded out the podium in the first Twin 25. In the second feature, ninth starting Tim Creedy blistered the field with a four-second margin of victory over Shannon Babb and Daryl Lanigan. At Shady Bowl Speedway last Saturday, just after practice, the rains hit, and uh, we were forced to cancel just before qualifying got underway. We'll try it again this weekend at Shady Bowl with the 100-lap compact spectacular and our season's points championships for several of the classes again this saturday at shady bowl we'll talk more about that later lucas oil late model dirt series lucas oil uh, dirt series championship points leader tim mccready won his second consecutive series race as he took the top spot in the rivers day rumble on saturday night at portsmouth raceway park mccready's win was his fifth this season devin moran finished second to mccready with ricky thornton jr finishing third Steady overnight rain has left the grounds of Tyler County Speedway heavily saturated, making the pit area and other parts of the facility impassable. With showers forecasted to continue through the day, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series officials, Hillbilly 100 promoter Carl Short, and Tyler County Speedway officials have jointly agreed to postpone the 53rd annual Hillbilly 100. Uh, now will be contested on Friday, April 8th in 2022. Next up for the Lucas Oil Late Models will be the uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Knoxville Nationals at Knoxville Raceway on Thursday through Saturday, September 16th through 18th. World about laws, Knox Energy Drink Sprint Cars were in action with James McFadden, James McFadden battling Sheldon Hottenshield. The entire World about laws Sprint Car feature on the opening night of the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals at Skagit Speedway Friday night with J-Mac coming out on top for his second series win of the season. Hottenshield fell short of McFadden by just a half second at the checkered flag. David Grabble finished third. Brad Sweet won Saturday's 30-lap main event on night two of the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Stoney Schott started fourth but came up 2.336 seconds short, and David Grabble, who led the opening 21 laps, fell back to third. Carson Macedo led 36 of 40 laps and completely swept the night, earning quick time, a heat race win, the dash victory, and his eighth World About Laws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series triumph of the season on the final night of the Sage Fruit Skag Skagit Nationals. Victory was worth twenty-five grand. Friday's winner, James McFadden, ordered a, offered a late charge but came up 1.291 seconds short. Logan Schuhart slipped backward and, and ultimately finished in the third spot. Schuhart ended a 26-race drought with a victory in Monday night's 
World of Outlaws NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Series feature at Grays Harbor Raceway. Shuhart led from flag to flag to score his fourth victory of the season. Carson Macedo finished second by 1.831 seconds behind Shuhart, and Brad Sweet scored his 30th podium finish of the year by finishing third. Next up for the World of Outlaws Sprints, the Gold Cup Race of Champions at Silver Dollar Speedway in Chico on Friday and Saturday this weekend. World of Outlaws Morton Building's late models were in action with Brandon Overton holding on to win the inaugural Rick Rock Galt Memorial worth $40,000 last Thursday night. Chris Madden finished second, and Jimmy Owens rounded out the podium Friday night. I'm sorry, Friday night at Livonia Speedway. Ben Watkins led all 40 laps to win the Charlie Mize Memorial. He's the fifth driver to win his first World of Outlaws feature in 2021. Tyler Bruning, the top rookie of the race, finished second, and three-time champion Brandon Shepard finished third. Shepard used the outside pole starting spot to his advantage as he launched ahead of Chris Madden in turn two of the first lap to take his eighth World of Outlaws Morton Buildings late model series victory of the season at Volunteer Speedway. Madden held on to finish in the runner-up spot, and Michael Chilton rounded out the podium. Next up for the Outlaw Late Models, Friday and Saturday, September 24th and 25th at the Rev in Monroe, Louisiana. However, you can see most of those drivers at Eldora Speedway this weekend for the World 100s. In the Arca Bernard Series, 15-year-old Landon Lewis, who finished 7th in his Arca debut a couple weeks ago at the Springfield Mile at the Illinois State Fairgrounds, won Sunday's Southern Illinois 100 at DuCoin State Fairgrounds. Lewis banked on his experience in dirt modifieds to help ease his transition to stock cars. Ty Gibbs finished second, and Ken Schrader came home third. They keep getting Next younger the in the Arca series, don't they? I'm telling you, they keep getting younger everywhere. You know, like we talked to uh, Rusty and, and his Riley boys. Jacob, this past she's she's going to be in Arca next. Yeah. <laughs> How old there, are you, you Riley? Right. Probably. Oh, probably you're not. too old. You're <laughs> washed up. <laughs> you're washed up already. I'm sorry. Asphalt. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Uh, next up for the ARCA series, the Bush Beans 200 at Bristol Motor Speedway when they'll roll that beautiful bean footage on Thursday, September 16th at 6.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. In NASCAR action, Sheldon Creed prevailed in Sunday's NASCAR Camping World Truck Series in its win at 200 at Darlington Raceway. It was Creed's second straight win at the 1.366-mile egg-shaped oval and his second victory in as many races during the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series playoffs. John Hunter Nemechek finished second and locked himself into the next round of the playoffs. Stuart Friesen used a tire gamble during the final caution period to rally through the field and finished third. In the Xfinity Series, Noah Gregson collected his first NASCAR Xfinity Series victory of the year Saturday at Darlington. Harrison Burton tried several times to pass Gregson in the last two laps but settled for second. Austin Sindrick came home up third. In the Cup Series, Denny Hamlin won Sunday's Cookout Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway, holding off a charging Kyle Larson. Anybody see the right side of that car after the race? That was an inner. He tried to knock. I've tried that move on a racing simulator. That, that was a checkers or wreckers move. And, and Absolutely. He, it. He, yeah, he went for it all, and, and you can't got to give him credit. It's what part of what makes him so good. But he, he didn't quite make it, so he finished second. Uh, Ross Chastain finished third in the Cup Series. Next up for the Cup Series, the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond Raceway on Saturday at 7.30. The Xfinity Series is back in action with the Gold Bowling 250 at Richmond on Saturday at 2.30. And the trucks will be in the UNOH 200 at Bristol Motor Speedway on Thursday, September 16th at 9 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. In other notes, Rusty Schlink made the trip to Merritt Speedway on Sunday night for the last night of the Gene Krieger Championship weekend and came away with the $10,000 payday for his 18th victory of the year. Congratulations, Rusty. Rusty's, taking a, lot of money from, Rusty's taking a lot of money from Merritt Speedway this year. Yeah. That's because he was on the show last week, too. Well, we knew that. Well, yeah. It, we, we knew that. Yeah, you guys are going to win this weekend, right? <laughs> 
All right. That's uh, your racing roundup, right? You done? Mm-hmm. I should know. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I said that does it for the racing roundup. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I, you kind of. T- I was. I was doing this. Yeah. Um. You have National to. Th- Wait. What? National anthem. I don't, I don't know what this is. Like a weird. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what to do here. <laughs> Uh, Dipman Motorsports, I uh, want to thank them. Uh, give them uh, a call, 419-283-8580. Performance parts, custom bodies, fabrication, racing fuels, Hoosier tires, uh, whatever you need. Tell them uh, we sent you, too. Tell Craig that. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, Big D's Pizza and Subs, uh, ribs and chicken, and more. Let me start over with that because I, I put too many ands in there. Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in uh, Clyde, 419-547-1444. Order online. Uh, at orderbigdspizza.com, big on taste, not on price. Uh, sponsor there on Devin Moran, who uh, is running down at Eldora this weekend. Yeah. He's, I was watching, he sent me a video earlier today where Devin talked to uh, about uh, Dean. Dean. Dean likes to be mentioned. He does. So there you go, Dean. Speaking well, of which. He, he deserves to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot for, for racing, that's for sure. And, uh, and for hungry people, too, with pizza. Uh, speaking of that, you have your chance to win a free pizza coming up a little bit later on our How Many, and we'll tell you about that later, later. on. Yeah, right now. Let's focus on uh, these two guys uh, sitting right across from us. Let's uh, switch things up here. Put them on the Thank big you. screen. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> now you're small. Uh, we have Corey McCoy, dirt truck racer extraordinaire. And a much better beard. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, uh, the Psycho Stick? Or, or, are you familiar with Psycho Stick? Uh, they have a band, or they are a band. They have a song called "Obey the Beard." I agree. I, I you have to check that out. I think uh, huh. I think you like that. Uh, no, no, not local. Huh? They're metal. Kinda, yeah. Okay. I'd like them. Though. They're like comedy. <laughs> they're, they're they're comedy metal. Oh, I definitely they don't, like them. Yeah, man. I think you'd like them. Like the Anyways, Oakley's. there you go. There's radio for two right there. <laughs> uh, you brought with you uh, uh, Riley uh, Jacobs. Uh, introduce us uh, to to Riley. Tell tell us about her. Uh, this is Riley Jacobs. Um, she uh, took an interest in racing late last year. Um, we were over at the uh, the Fall Chug. Uh, what is the Fall Chug? Fall Chug is a fantastic event. Um, <laughs> everybody brings out their go-karts and go races in uh, Dave Gumby Jr.'s backyard track. Oh, okay. And uh, you run five laps, you pit, you chug a beer. You run five laps. You pit. I'm familiar with this. I didn't know it had a name. I got yeah. you now. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what I he calls it. I don't think she's old enough for that, though. Yet. Yet. But there's a mechanics race afterwards. Yes. Um, and there's some, uh, we call it throwing shitty sliders on your buddies afterwards as well. And uh, she took part of that. And uh, nobody shitty slidered her because she waxed all their asses. Um <laughs> You know, she is 100 pounds lighter than everybody else, but uh, she wanted to go out and run around. So we put her in a cart. She went out and run around and uh, could hold a line. First time in a cart. First time in a cart? First time. Okay. First time racing, like, in a competitive nature of any sorts. And passed all Very the boys. Cool. Didn't get passed by anybody. So uh, her dad and I uh, had a conversation about putting her in a cart and going where, out. Where did dad go? Dad's hiding back over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we had a conversation about putting her in my cart uh, and going over to Palmyra and putting her in a division that was more her speed where she didn't have a 
hugely unfair advantage. And I think she finished fourth that day. And, uh, like, it was competitive. Like, right up on. scoot up closer to it. So no, it's it's like it's a little a, bit more. You got to not be, too much. Yeah, there you go. Move it t- towards you so that you, you can still see your face there. Everybody wants to see you. So the uh, decision was made in the off season that we were going to look around and wait for a uh, a sellout of sorts. You know, we were going to buy somebody out to get her some stuff and not pay full market retail for everything. And they just weren't there. So um, about two weeks before race season, we decided that uh, I was going to get out of my cart. Uh, just to carry her through until we found something. And she took, like, fish to water, man. Like, as long as her head's in it, like, if she's not rattled too hard, like, girl can drive. Like, it's uh, it's impressive from time to time. To They say she's got real big shoulders. I'm not quite sure what that means in go-karting, but uh, she don't take no stuff from the boys. She okay. actually probably hits them more than if she gets hit. Corey, you've you've done a lot for kids this year with obviously with Miss Riley, but with with RJ. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, Cor- RJ Cornette. Yeah, yeah, and he's done uh, he's done really really well for for what's for what, what he was given. Yeah, the, his hands that are dealt to him weekly are not the best, so um, he's done really really well. You know, this all stems back from a friend of mine that passed, Steve. Um, he always said to me that I should give back because uh, so much has been given to me over the years. And I silent sponsored some guys and did stuff like that, but there's no better sponsor than an owner, in my opinion. So we, uh, I, I was in a position that I'm driving for somebody else, and I've got a hot rod sitting in the garage that needs to go get played with from time to time. So uh, that's where RJ came in, and kid can wheel. So does does RJ have to uh, worry about uh, Riley here? Maybe bumping uh, him out of a ride at some point? Uh, not not right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the thirty six M is RJ's ride. Okay. Like that's that's it. That is his. I got people weekly that come up or shoot me text or something, asking if they can drive it, and uh, it's a flat no. No. Sorry. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. I'm not even driving. Ride's but, taken. <laughs> uh, and off weekends, I don't take it to Oakshade anymore, if you guys haven't noticed. Um, I have. Because I don't want to wreck RJ's ride. If anybody's going to wreck it, it's going to be RJ. So, you know. You I could bring RJ out to Oakshade and have him wreck it there. Uh, the, the issue with that is he doesn't feel like it's fair. So, because oh. you guys are on three and four bar and stuff like that. So. Gotcha. Different different rules. Yeah. There. Yeah, although he did really well in his first outing yeah. there, so second place. Yeah, and it'd be main. Yeah, so was. back back to Riley here. I mean, Riley, how did you? Uh, what's what's your interest in in racing? What's your background in it, or what? Where's that? that? Um, I don't really have much of a background. I don't come from a racing family. Uh, the first one I started, I've showed interest in it when I was younger. Uh, we had went to his race at Oakshade, and that's when he seen an interest in it. Then got to thinking, and then we had to go to Gumby's for the um, the beer chug race, and then that's when they decided to put me in it and let me try it out. And then we had went once he figured out like what I could do and decided like to put me in it. Uh, we had went in uh, went to Palmyra and raced for like the first time ever out on a track about November, the very last race I ever had. And that's when he made his like final decision that he wanted to find me something for me to race in. Now, is this what you wanted? Yeah. 
Okay. I wanted, yeah. So that worked out. Yeah, to, be was... f- to be fair, your dad's a bit of a gearhead, so you've been yeah. you've been brought <laughs> up around cars and yeah. trucks. Yeah, <laughs> my whole and... life since I was been a baby. Exactly. Yeah, it was pretty crappy, like, uh, try to squeeze her into a seat that beats, beat, uh, yeah. fits me. <laughs> Like, we come up with this weird foam apparatus. A just a dog bed. and duct tape. <laughs> like it just taped all. It was. It oh, but she rattled around it. It was so shitty, man. It was, it was <laughs> terrible. But, you know, she got the bug. She's got the bug. So this is, that's kind of the point. Now, right? was she with you uh, with that Sunday I ran into to you and RJ at uh, the go-kart track? The, the, yes. The sportway yeah, thing. Yeah, How yeah. did that work? We had to leave and didn't get to see who won between... Uh, you three. Uh, so we, we all took, like, a, that was an impromptu thing. Yeah. Like, like I was trying to get everybody to shop, and then I was going to, because you get long in the tooth in these seasons, and everybody's just, it needs to be less about business sometimes and more about, like, camaraderie and, you know, smacking each other with go-karts that don't belong to you. So, yeah. We all, that you don't have to fix. Yeah. You don't have to fix. Did you get that, kicked but, out? Uh, we tried. Yeah. Yeah. They warned us. Did. They warned us. <laughs> they warned us. But we didn't get kicked out. Like, okay. Right, but it was like a, everybody showed up to the shop one day and it's like, listen, we're going on a field trip. We took off over to Sportway. The shop's over in Holland, so it's not very far from there. And uh, just went out there and smacked the hell out of each other <laughs> just multiple times. It was a good time, man. Like, you know, I, I thought I thought that the, you know, RJ being the person that he is in the go-kart world and everything, he's going to be like, oh, this is not fun. But he probably had the biggest smile out of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, just out, he could be a kid. You know, he can, yeah. Those are a little slower serious. than the, the go-karts you're, you're running oh, at. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Just, a, just a tick. Yeah. 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 So uh, this year, running Pal- Palmyra, how uh, how successful have you been? How many wins you got? Um, there I have two wins. Two wins, okay. I have okay. four wins total this season. Do they have a, a points yes, thing going there? Yes, they I ended up placing second in points this year. Points is over with already? Yes, that is. the championship night was last weekend. Oh. I was thinking it was this weekend for some reason. So is there more season at Palmyra? Uh, yes, they are continuing. They do uh, races after, but they're not for points. Okay. Which we'll be racing there tomorrow. So those are the ones you can just go and crash people out of your way and don't have to worry about points, right? She does that anyways. Payback, oh. payback, <laughs> payback. <laughs> she loves smacking that left rear tire. She will. Do you have any, like, arch rivals out there? No, not really. No, uh, nobody you've gotten into any altercations with, or, you know, verbally or. <laughs> I, I see a difference in head nods now, over there, Scott. Are you responsible for your owner and the rest of your crew there? You know, it's, most drivers are responsible, and we'll talk more about yeah. this. Something happened at uh, Eldora, but she's not on a four wheeler uh, scooting around, uh, yeah, doing donuts and stuff. But so. they just kind of, I don't like being confrontation. I don't like that, so I just, just go off on their own and. Do what they want yeah, there's a rule with both the kids. Like if, because uh, there, there's some there's some grown men over there that race in her uh, box light division that you know uh, aren't aren't the nicest of people all the time. And <laughs> on the track, uh, on the track, <laughs> off the track, around the track, into the track, out of the track, at whatever. Anytime. They're, they're just not the nicest people. So the, the, both of the kids, like whenever they're running for me, have been instructed that if uh, something were to happen, that they are to just leave. Just go, go, go to the vehicle, lock the doors. You know, people get silly anymore, man. I'm not, I'd really hate for a situation to arise. So we just keep it at that. 
Speaking of uh, people getting silly, I guess uh, I've heard there's been some incidents at, at Fremont uh, with, the, with the dirt trucks this year. A couple. Uh, would you like, care to elaborate on any of those? I haven't um, heard any details myself. I, uh, th- there, was, there was an incident where uh, a guy had a flat tire, and there's supposed to be a hot pit, and he went to his pit stall instead, and uh, he got the tire changed, and then he did a 180 real quick and spit rocks over at a sprint car team doing the 180, Ooh. and uh, those guys weren't too pleased with it. Apparently one of the uh, kids over there got hit with one of the rocks, and uh, so they took exception to uh, his turnaround. Sure, sure. And uh, the, those there's there's a couple of trucks in that team, and they're not the nicest. Oh, they're actually nice people. They're not. Uh, they're they're quick to jump. We'll just go with that. And uh, there was an altercation, and a uh, a bottle of swords got smashed over somebody's head. Ooh! Wow! And yeah, like that's a good one. Dude was leaking. Like ooh! And uh, in that melee, like. One of the other dirt truck guys was walking by, and the person decided to start an altercation with them, and then there was a fist fight involved with that, separate from the first situation, and it just turned into it's a big shit show. This was all in one night? Yeah, that was all oh. in like three I minutes. bet it was a full moon, too. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> Could have been. Uh-huh. Could have been. Could have been. But, you know, it, it was unfortunate for some people because it, it, it like took their seasons away over something that could have been very easily prevented. Um, you know, and at the time that it happened, uh, one of the people that was involved, uh, expressed to the powers that be, like, as long as you guys are consistent moving forward, like, there's no issues here. But, you know, uh, moving forward after that, you know, uh, with some of the wing people, like, they can kind of do what they want, and there's a lack of consistency there. So, um, you know, there was a guy that actually punched a guy in a helmet on the front stretch, and then rip the plug wires off the motor on a car that was wrecked on the front stretch, and that guy got no punishment. So, like, where's the consistency? Like, it's, it's been an issue. It's been an issue. So we'll see. This, this is the first race back after the fair race. So, you know, rumors are two weeks this, two weeks that, but we'll see once we get to the track. We'll just see who shows up. Was right. it, have you heard of any uh, penalties or anything or any fines uh, levied against uh, that incident at the fair I, race? I don't think that there's been any fines, but I was told that all parties involved have gotten a, a two-week vacation from it. Oh, okay. You know, uh, depending on when their two-week vacation started, you know, was it two weeks from that date or is it two races? Like, gotcha. You know, the inconsistencies, like I said, have been a little, you know, uh, troublesome. Let's talk uh, talk your racing this year. How uh, how has things been going in the uh, 911 truck? Started out great, uh, turned to shit, and then it got worse, and then we then it got better. Yeah, then it got better. Like <laughs> we actually uh, we were I, I was complaining every week that there was something bound up in the rear end and we couldn't find it. It ended up being a greaser because um, those are floated on the right rear like a birdcage, and uh, in the off season a greaser had broken. And the, uh, Mark, the, the truck owner, uh, had threaded in a new grease cert. And that grease cert was longer on threads. The threaded than, portion. Correct. Than the, uh, than the one that was in there previous. And what would happen is that the rear end would lock up and stop. And it wouldn't float. So it was making it very inconsistent. Like, and I was complaining about it all the time. And uh, unfortunately, they uh, found it. And then we went out the next week and won. 
after finishing like ninth the week before. So, so you're fifth in points. Yeah, with a DNF. With a wow, okay. Yeah, we got destroyed one night. Like that was part of that. I tried to split two guys and uh, pull an old Sean Valenti move, and I'm not Sean Valenti. So <laughs> <laughs> we pushed the gearbox into the into the mechanical fan, hmm. like it bent the frame over that far. Did, Ron, did Ron got fix fixed it? up. I was yeah. say. But, it, but it got fixed, and yeah. you were back. And yeah, it was fixed by Tuesday. No harm, like, no foul. Tuesday, it was like done. Like come pick it up. We're ready to go again. So, so not as uh, not as good as season this year as last year for you. We're not done yet. Not. How many more uh, points races is there? Uh, I think five. I could that be four. I think they go through what the first uh, weekend uh, of October. October eighth is our last race, uh, and that's points. And that's not a points race. So okay, so the weekend before October first, I would okay. assume is. But there's a week off there as well. Okay. I remember right. So, so how many realistically? Where do you think uh, you could, if everything goes right, these last few weeks, where, where we're do winning you, the championship. Winning the championship. Okay. Yeah. We wake up. We piss excellence. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> how close is it on points? Do you know? Uh, I think they're. I think Jamie is like thirty-three or thirty-two out. Sean's had a a, a Sean season. Um, so yeah, but he had a really he had, he had a DNF uh, right. The last, I think it was the last race, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a him and Babcock both, both team trucks like out early, like nineteenth and twentieth or something like that. So, so the, everybody has a bad night. The the real reason I wanted to bring you in here is I saw you uh, you got something going on for for nine eleven, which is of course Saturday. Mm-hmm. Number of your truck. You want to tell us uh, what uh, what what deal you have going on? And and it looks like it caught on, Scott. With there's other some you other got, teams. You got some copycats, yeah. and some other teams are, are pitching in for this too. I see. Yeah, total so far. Like I, I was donating four tickets, but total right now we're up to twenty three tickets. Wow, donated. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. And then I think uh, the positivity from that like spurred the Australian pursuit that's happening this weekend as well. For so, the trucks, go, go ahead trucks. and tell us how yeah. the how your uh, your ticket giveaway works. Okay, so what every year I, I try to give out tickets, and this year I've been kind of hemming and hawing, and I didn't really know how to do it. Um, and like a, a memory had popped up a couple days ago from like uh, something I did two, three years ago, where I'm like, any uh, public service individual, firefighter, policeman, something. I think it stemmed from like whenever the police in Dallas were were getting uh, shot at a lot. Sure. I, I remember it was like during that season. Um, that uh, I was like, you know, any any public service individual, like nurses, even you know, any anybody that takes care of others, uh, selfless individuals, um, or uh, two free tickets for them, or uh, and and or any uh, retired veteran or current service member that would like to come out, um, I'd, I'd like to buy them uh, a couple tickets as well. And I made a post about it, and it just kind of off a little bit like jamie miller hopped on like within like three minutes he's like yeah i'm matching that so who is sort of a team truck uh we, we kind of race out of the same house yeah. uh, we're not team members on the track like, <laughs> in, in my mind you are yeah well we finished one two last time so that's right it doesn't matter which one of us wins that's, and, that's and exactly are, right it matters to me <laughs> <laughs> so, so who else is uh has pitched in for this uh so jamie um here let me go back and look at because i actually had this you got up. cheat notes? Uh, actually, the uh, girlfriend and I were texting about it earlier. I, I just hate to miss somebody. 
Um, uh, my apologies. I should have done a little better prepared. <laughs> it's okay. We'll forgive you this time. A reminder, we have uh, Scott Warner. He's, he's right there standing yeah. by. We're going to be talking to him momentarily. All right, so uh, Jamie Miller has four tickets, uh, two and two. Uh, Tony Burns, who's actually the guy that uh, got with the track afterwards to put together the Australian Pursuit, which we'll discuss that in a second, I guess. Well, wasn't okay. Tony the one that rolled his truck so badly earlier in the year? Yeah, yeah, Tony took a nasty tumble. Um, he was a little hurt, uh, but fortunately, after the races, um, with his safety equipment, because he uses good safety equipment. Um, it's about 12, 12.30. We stay a little late. Tony shows up. He's out of the hospital, discharged, walking around. Got a bottle of whiskey in the hand. <laughs> he hadn't taken any of the pain, pain meds yet, so... Uh, He's good. You know, we made sure he was good. <laughs> uh, uh, Butch Latte, which is kind of like a satellite team for us. He was a crew member last year. Um, he's now racing himself um he he donated four tickets two and two uh austin white who's a new guy this year um he's friends with tony burns uh bought a truck he's had some motor issues this year he bought two tickets and then chris mize actually got a hold of me earlier today really yep and he's donating a couple tickets um our hero hero, that's not surprising i like chris mize Chris is awesome yeah chris is is a good dude man like you know he he does really well for the sport and uh is a uh, an asset over there to Sandusky Speedway. Like we all appreciate him. Um, and then my crew guy, uh, Bob, Bob Green. Bob Green. Bob Green. Yeah, everybody loves Bob. Uh, he donated three tickets. So, you know, and any of the tickets that don't get used, that aren't spoken for, we're just gonna uh, put them at the front gate. And anybody with like a veteran hat on or somebody that identifies themselves as a service member or a civil servant of sorts, we're just this is a Fremont Speedway on Saturday night. Correct. Now, how would somebody claim uh, these tickets? Uh, go to the front gate and show some sort of, like, ID or something. So they don't have to get a hold of you. They can no. just show up so there. You and said it could be a nurse or yeah. a yeah. fireman, policeman, sure. uh, retired military, active military. Yeah, first come, first serve, you know. Gotcha. So no need to get a hold of you. And that's uh, not necessarily, but, you know, if you want to lock it in. Like that, that'd be the way to do it. Like, okay. You know, you might get there and you might be 24th. So, gotcha, gotcha. You no, know, that, that wouldn't be so so uh, so good. Yeah, have you gotten any feedback from the track? Uh, they're very supportive of most most everything that I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. we, we have fun no matter what happens. So, uh, Talk to us about the Australian Pursuit. How did that happen? So that was pretty cool. Um, the, there's a, a chat group with a lot of the dirt truck guys and Tony had uh I that's pretty funny. Uh Tony had come across and he's like, you know, I'd like to do an Australian pursuit or something, you know, for the thirteen uh fallen soldiers, uh, do thirteen laps and stuff like that. He's like, What do you guys think? I was like, dude, that's a great idea and everybody's obviously supportive of those kind of things. So um he had got a hold of the powers of B over there. And they hashed it out, and uh, it's 500 to win. Really? Yeah. It's a winner take all. The like, track put that up? Uh, the track put up 300, and uh, individuals put up another sure. 200. I believe they're track people as well. That's fine. Um, and it might grow. Like, usually, like, these type of things, as they get closer, they like expand. Somebody, somebody will throw 100 bucks in. Oh, second place gets 50 bucks and stuff like that. So, yep. yep. It's uh, based on points, where you're at in the points right now. So we'll 
be starting eighth unless somebody else drops out. So that puts like all Ops the feature on. winners behind us, which is pretty cool. <laughs> like, you know, so yeah, they, they're just uh, inverting the top thirteen in points. So as long as everybody okay. abides by the Australian pursuit rules, like if you're past, you're out. Pull into the bottom. Don't go to the offside, off the high side. Pull into the inside of the track and sit there. Pull into the infield. Get down into the infield. Get out of and the just way. Out of the way. You're done. Like, like with the fair race, they it was like a free for all. Like they'd get past and they just race it back. And I, I think that's how most of the Australian pursuit races I've seen end up being. Sure, but there's a radio. Like you'd think the tower might communicate a little better. Or Sometimes, you know. Sure. 9-11, you're out. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're not going to hear that part. Yeah, see? I know. <laughs> I, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> it's other trucks, their, their radios may not be working either. We're know. going forward in that one. I, I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate both of you guys uh, coming in here. I mean, please stick around. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, when's uh, when's the next race uh, for each of you? Uh, Saturday, tomorrow. obviously. At, uh, tomorrow, for tomorrow, tomorrow for you at uh, Palmyra? Yep. Okay. She's, she's running kids junior, or I'm sorry, kids senior. Um, where she had finished uh, second in points and with a couple of wins. And then I'm actually racing. For some reason, I'm racing the Thrasher, which is now the World Predator, uh, Predator World 100. It's a 100-lap race on box stock motors, 375 weight limit. You fit in a go-kart? I got a fat seat. Okay. <laughs> I don't I, I haven't been in a go-kart other than the ones at Sportway. So. Yeah. These, they're rough, man. Yeah. I, get, I get more tired out of... 20 laps in those than I do all night in a dirt truck. Now, you and Riley will be in different carts tomorrow? Correct. Yeah. Uh, different originally, classes. Originally, we were going to run her in the Thrashers, in the Thrasher, but they put up 125 to win the kids' senior. So, oh, okay. Uh, she's going to go out and wax their ass tomorrow. Yeah. She couldn't right. double enter? Uh, there's not enough carts to go around. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta got to move motors around and do stuff. So. Dad! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Dad has done a very good job this year at spending money. Yeah. Like, uh, I think we've got six melted motors this year. Yeah. yeah. We just we had some issues. I couldn't figure it out. We figured it out. So it, it happens. I, I I've been why. there with my, my, my little four cylinder truck. I, I uh, my teammate went through uh, six motors a couple of years ago. Mine, knock on wood, is still together. But yeah, we uh, we had a rough year with motors. It was crazy. We put we built a brand new motor and stuffed it on that cart and took out for a practice session. And uh, the tack the tack has a temperature gauge on it, and it was reading like seven hundred degrees. Like, <laughs> yeah. I pulled the spark plug wire off that thing and it stayed running. Like it was diesel in a gas engine. Yeah. I've been running warm this year in my stock car, but uh, not quite seven hundred. Yeah, you got any below uh, forty Six below in that thing? No, no. <laughs> forty below. I did, I need I reworked a fan shroud. I now, gotcha. now I'm good. Gotcha. Now we're good. But I was yeah, not seven hundred. That's uh, I've never. Does it? Wow, dude. How, how does the temperature gauge even go I, up to seven hundred? I, I don't know. Now I got to go look at mine because I don't think mine goes up to seven hundred. <laughs> and the motor ran later. That's that's, it, that's it still that's, ran like that, the that next was, day. That was just, cylinder just head temperature, Scott. So oh. yeah. Let's, okay. All right, Just then. to prove a point, he, he fired it up the next day it ran. I mean, it didn't have any power, but it ran. Corey, did you see in the uh, comments section that Bryce, Bl- uh, Bryce Black put uh, 
$1,500 on 6th. No kidding. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, Bryce was at the shop last night. Um, we were uh, we were hanging out at the shop. Uh, I make RJ come in, ask RJ to come in. He's got a nut and bolt the truck every week, every time he races. Um, he's not just going to carry his helmet. I think so. if you look over on the right side, you might activate comments. and. I got it right here on the phone. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, the, the other laptop's a little little slow there. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll work. Yeah, but Bryce was in the shop last night. We were uh, unloading the 51W. Um, it's going in the shop. Uh, Chad passed away uh, last week. I don't know if you guys seen that or not. It was pretty yeah. cool. They did like a, like a race car procession. Like I a, saw something, yeah. yeah six dirt trucks went in procession yeah. with them and stuff. Okay. That's the shirt I got. Yeah. That's his <laughs> truck. Um so we, we took the truck into the shop last night. It needs some repairs. Um, they don't have the, the time or effort to do it right now. So sure. We're going to put that truck back on the track at least one time. You know? Cool. Yeah, I do them things, you know. Yeah, you do You do lots of things. So what's, uh, what's your plans uh, for next year with the, with you? and Spank Sean's ass, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Jamie. Like, that's all I want to do, man. Okay. I just want to wax their ass, dude, week after week after week. In a dirt truck, you're not going to try the, the 305, beat him in a sprint car? If somebody wants to, like, if that comes along, we're going to do that too. Yeah. Okay. Corey's got some open wheel experience going back a while. Didn't you have a mini sprint? We did. We never raced it. Really? Yeah, we never raced it. It, it, it didn't logistically make any sense. It was, you know, down to Waynesfield every week. Yeah. Whenever we were racing, like, 15 minutes away at that silly little track band mire, like, it didn't make any sense to... I mean, the injection system on those things was like $2,000, and I, that's what I had on my whole motor back in those days. So, <laughs> wow. You know. All right. Well, yeah, some uh, of those guys are spending crazy money on them 1,000cc motors. Yeah, dude. It's it insane. Well, we need to uh, to move on here and bring Scott in because uh, he's been he's been sitting here waiting patiently. Um, here, let's do this. Yeah. And, uh, uh, hey. We'll bring him over here. Hey, Mr. Well, Scott Warner, how are you? Uh, I think I have the toughest job by following Corey. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he should, Corey should be a guest host every week. He'd be uh, awesome. Yeah, there you go. You just take over the show. You fire, just and fire me. We're good. He can have my pay. He can have my pay. Uh, Gary <laughs> has the voice. Uh, you guys have like the, the, uh, the knowledge on stuff. Uh, no way. I don't know anything. Yeah, because I definitely don't have any knowledge. You got that right. <laughs> you got the voice, man. That thing is. So uh, Scott Warner uh, joining us. Scott Warner, uh, um, you are wearing a Millstream shirt there. So uh, promoter of still the promoter Speedway. of uh, Millstream Speedway. Yeah, we're um, still. Um, yeah, we're still there. I, I apologize. I've been getting off and on all night. I don't know if it must be something on my end, but I apologize for that. But. Um, yeah, we're, you know, the track is um, kind of on pause right now. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do with that. And, um, you know, we're, it's not, um, it's not like that, but it is uh, something we're going to have to um, kind of evaluate as, as we continue to go. There's um, several different things going on with it. Most of it has to do with capital improvements and how quickly you can get those done. And, you know, what we want to get done to make um, the track ready for racing uh, week in and week out. Um, you know, we could probably you know, cobble together a, a night or a couple nights, but we'd have to move people around in different bleachers and probably wouldn't be able to use the back gate yet and things like that. So put it on pause while we uh, kind of regroup and, um, 
see what, uh, you know, won't, won't be doing anything this year. We'll see what uh, we can do for next year. So no developments, uh, no new developments since uh, everything was kind of put on pause then. No, not, and no developments, good or bad. Um, they're just kind of sitting there the same way they have been. Um, you know, I, I talked to the owner quite a bit and, um, you know, he still wants to have racing there. It's just a matter of, um, you know, how do, how do we figure out um, the investment that needs to be done into the track that makes sense for everyone? And, and, and the other side of that, it has to make sense for, to, to run the track, uh, you know, sustainable. I mean, you can't run uh, tracks. Most tracks can't run into deficit um, and you can't do that either. So um, it's been a strange year. We, you know, I've been keeping an eye on car counts and uh, purses and payouts and all that good stuff. And um, there's been some scary nights for some tracks where they haven't had a lot of cars show up or they haven't had, um, uh, you know, they've had some bad weather, things like that. So you could actually, um, you know, you could be doing okay for a little bit. And then all of a sudden you take a dive. Uh, on a bad week or something like that, which is harder for a track like ours for somebody like myself, because we don't have the sponsorship behind us. Uh, everyone else has done a really good job of getting sponsorships and, and have built that in over the years. And we just don't have that. So um, a lot of, a lot of that falls back onto me to, um, you know, be able to sustain the track. And, and at times it's just very difficult. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot. Now, I said, I wasn't going to put you on the spot, but I just have one question. This is a pretty easy one. It's a, it's a soft, yeah. it's a soft lob. Will there be racing in 2022 at Millstream Speedway? Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that for sure. <laughs> I, I'd be, I'd be crazy you, if I did. Percentage it. Can, can you say 75, 20? I mean, is what's there, the odds? Yeah. Um, are there odds of it happening or are we still just kind of? Yeah. I'm smart enough to, I'm smart enough to say, I don't know. Um, okay. We just have to, we just have to see what's going on. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things at play. Um, and you know, there's there you know there's racetrack stuff uh, in itself that have to be dealt with. Um, there's some grandstand issues, there's some track infrastructure issues. Some money needs to be spent there. Um, we have uh, I have some things going on uh, in my own work. I've I've, I've uh, taken a new position since we started uh, working on the track. It's taking up quite a bit of my time. We've had a family member, a very close family member, pass away, and that required another family member to move uh, here and needs a lot of care. Um, so we have, you know, it's just not just the track. And I, and I know people don't really care about any of that stuff. They just want to see racing back on the track. And I do too. And, you know, I'm a race fan and, um, you know, I, I want to see that track up and going. I, I, you know, not only do I want to see cars on it, I want to see, um, you know, cars that I know, or, you know, maybe some uh, family of mine on that track too, because I, I was on it at one time and I'd like to see that for everyone else. But as of right now, it's just, um, it's a little bit bigger task than, um, you know, it's not just opening up the gates and letting everyone in. It's not just a matter of mowing the grass. There's a lot more to it than that. You know, I think we figured out we have over 40 hours a week just in um, uh, mowing and trimming and um, grounds and things like that in a week. Um, and you start adding, that doesn't count like needing water to track and track prep and concessions. And the other thing that I don't think a lot of people realize that really um, the money uh, and keeping the gates open and things like that comes from concessions and um those types of things because you're really using a lot of the gate money to pay for the purses the purses are you know in our area they're, they're fairly good i know people kind of complain about uh, the purses from time to time but it is a lot of money you're, you're upwards of twenty thousand dollars a night um for a regular show and then you start bringing in some of the bigger series or, or that and you know it's, it's a lot more than that um i would think the people at fremont last week 
Phillies at Fremont or Attica, whoever had the All-Stars last week, it tells Fremont. No, it may have been Attica. Either, Attica. either way. Attica. 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 I mean, the, <laughs> I don't know how they got the show in that fast, but you had to because they it would have been a real tough situation for a lot of people. Um, you know, and, and we got split. I was on the track uh, on Saturday night at Oakshade, and, and um, you know, all of our stuff's getting pushed out till next week. So, you know, what do you do there as far as, um, you know, pit passes and, and gates and people only saw, I, you know, we're up to the bomber heats. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that, um, I don't think a lot of people, um, take in consideration, uh, for the track. There's a, there's a lot going on. Um, and you're, you are kind of in the middle of it because, um, fans have opinions, race, race drivers have opinions and, um, you, you end up being a punching bag for a lot of that, which is, which just comes with the territory and that's not a problem, but, um, you know, it's just, I really applaud the tracks that can do it every week, weekend and week out. Um, you know, I think anyone that sees, and we were talking about Chris Mize, those guys over in Sandusky, Fremont, Attica, Oakshade, everyone, you should walk up to the promoters and just tell them thank you because they do a give ton a of work hug? that nobody sees. Um, I'm not going to, that's not my <laughs> style. I'll let somebody else do that. Okay. But I'll, I'll go up to Pam and Chrissy and tell them, uh, you know, thank you for, for doing what you do because I know it's it's a tough, it's a tough thing. It's not it. It's not easy. And, you know, it's the same way for the drivers, too. The drivers that make perfect attendance, um, you know, that's a chore. I mean, that is a lot of commitment and sacrifice. And um, I don't think, you know, you know, the fans and things like that, we also have the option not to go a week. We don't really miss much. I mean, there are people that make it, you know, to multiple shows a week. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's definitely a lifestyle. It's a commitment, and um, it's not easy to do. So uh, any idea of when we may have some kind of an update on, on things? Is there ed- any deadlines or anything coming up, or is it just kind of an indefinite hold at this point? Uh, it, it's more indefinite. We have, um, you know, we're trying to get some heavy equipment down to the track to help out with some of the things, and, and uh, that will help once we get that done. But um, we still have some work to do to get that done. Um, and, you know, I, like I said before, it's, it's something that uh, I want to have happen, um, and you know I hope it can happen, and happy to happy to make it happen if I can. But you know there's things that I can uh, control, and you know those are the things that I worry about. But things that are outside of what I can control, I can't worry about. So there's and, still um, a chance. There's always a chance. Okay. Now. Uh, okay. Well, I I do have a question. Is there anything zoning wise that needs to be done? before this track is lost forever are, are we at uh, any, any type of point where we have to get a show in before the end of 2021 or by this date in 2022 or they're going to shut you down um not anything i'm aware of we've had track activities um we've had people test and things like that so we've we've actually put on things for uh for that so it, we've had you know cars on the track multiple cars on the track so that part has um happened so i think that uh, part is good now I can say, uh, if anyone's been down in the in that area of Finley, the the northwest side of Finley is growing. Finley itself has a lot going on down there, and um, as those crowds can, you know, the people start moving in and they're going to start pushing out, pushing out like all these other suburbs. Um, you know, eventually that is going to be something that not only our track but lots of tracks are going to have to pay attention to. And you, it, it's tough because I do see, you know, you watch the TV shows online or on videos or whatever, and. Oh, there was a track there, and now it's a strip mall. I mean, I think they have, um, you know, Lost Speedways is, is probably one of those that uh, talks about that stuff happening, too. So, well, we hope we don't um, see Millstream on there. 
Yeah, yeah we, but, we deal um, with some of that at Lima Land with American Township and, and a lot of new housing in that area. So I, I completely understand that. Uh, I just, you know, you know where my heart is, Scott, and, and I appreciate I everything that you have done in the last year, year and a half, and, and know that I'm still 100% in your corner. And I, I really do know the challenges that you, you are dealing with. And I, I, my hope is that you know, eventually we're able to get this thing back up and running. Well, I hope everyone that's on this show tonight uh, will be down there at some point. So uh, yep. you all have a spot down there. Absolutely. And, uh, I think the late models will be awesome down there. The trucks, I, I can't tell you how I'm excited about the trucks. Those guys are awesome. Um, and, you know, that's the other thing. What what we're seeing, um, and I'm this is my promoter's hat now. Well, what we're seeing is that the classes that are really thriving, um, they're not necessarily entry level, but they're not top the top, um, you know, not the $60,000 motor stuff. It's the stuff that we can kind of get into, have a racy car. Um, and have some fun with it. And I, and I think that's why you're seeing success in 305, success in the trucks, success in the bombers, uh, all those classes. Um, you know, the late models have been holding their own. The sportsman, that's a tough one there. But, um, you know, those are the cars I think that, um, you know, will do well down at our track too. Um, but it's a sprint car track, so you, you have to have those guys. And I know some of the 410 nights have been awfully light, but then all of a sudden you'll look the next week and it's pretty good. And I think it's timing of what series are running around and who had a rough night on Friday or Saturday. And we're on the back end of that, which makes it even tougher. So, um, what big you know, shows can um, siphon off of the uh, local tracks, the weekly tracks? Yes, sir. Yes. And it works both ways, luckily for us, because we're on Sunday, um, because we might be able to catch a show. Uh, there might be a local show on uh, Friday or Saturday that keeps people around for us Sunday. But well, tomorrow night will be interesting to see how many, if any of the late models, um, I don't know if any of them are, but if any of the late models uh, won't be, um, or Saturday night at Oakshade because uh, of that, and, and um, you know, or some of the guys uh, that race it uh, on Friday night at Attica. Hey, I, I don't know. Gary uh, Gary Pierce uh, wants to support you. He wants to know if there's any way that uh, he can order a Millstream T-shirt. Absolutely. Um, just uh, if uh, I'm, you can instant message me or use Messenger or use um Millstream Scott at gmail.com and you can get your information and we do have shirts and we were ready. I mean, we had shirts, concessions, we had all the food we had, you know, we were ready to go. Did you I mean, eat all the food? That, that's the, uh, we ate a lot of food. You've done with hot dogs yet? Candy. We have, uh, we still got hot dogs. We, you know, that's a, we eat those, but I think we ate, um, I mean, when you buy those big boxes of Snickers and Reese's, uh, you know, those are pretty good at 12 o'clock at night when you got the munchies. So that's why we had to order an, another size large, uh, larger on the driver's suit. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of which, that's a that good transition. A well, yeah, I was going to, you were in the, I was going to transition yeah. to happier times, Scott. You, uh, <laughs> behind the wheel Saturday night at Oakshade in uh, one of Kurt Dickey's backup cars, and you ended up getting a lot of track time due to an ill-timed rain shower. Yeah, Kurt. Kurt asked. Um, Kurt, if uh, anyone doesn't know the point situation at Oakshade, Kurt and Scott are separated by one point um, for the I, championship. I think he's beating me now because he finished a little better in his heat than I did. So yeah. So Kurt asked me to jump in his backup, and uh, he asked, you know, he's asked me to tag you out of the race, and and I'm not fast enough <laughs> to catch this. So luckily, we're in the same race. I don't think I can so. do that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was um, and uh, was able to jump in. Um, a car, his backup car and um didn't um i had i had some cobwebs to shake off i actually spun it 
a little bit in hot laps. And I about, you know, I saw Gabe Mueller go by and I about crapped my pants there because he's in it for the championship. And then I'm, and then my heat, I had two, uh, two guys are in the top five behind me. And, um, so when we took the green, I wasn't going to go anywhere. I just let those guys by and, and, and let it race. And I think we got, uh, one or two laps in, somebody hit the wall. We got another few laps in and, and then we went yellow and I couldn't figure out why And this went on for a while, but it was raining. Um, and then we raced a couple more laps and we went back to yellow and I, I don't know, Scott, if we turned 20 laps, I have no, I, uh, you guys we did a lot forever. of laps. You guys were out there for what? Like probably almost 40 minutes. Well, I, I was out of tear offs. I was ripping my tear offs off. I couldn't see anything. I was wiping mud all over the place. And I'm like, if we're going back to green, I got to come in and get something, you know, clean up here a little bit, but it was fun. So we're going to pick this up, I guess, um, Saturday. And yep. then, um, Jim Chapman, who so normally gonna, drives this car is, is not driving, uh, he's not driving a second race either. So I'm going to drive uh, both events. So you're going right. to be back, uh, back in the car again this week. Now is, is this leading into, uh, you know, something else are you gonna be getting into the racing thing or what's going on with with scott warner and and family um, talk, talk yeah, to I us about scott more... warner motorsports yeah yeah it's um you know i've got two boys uh you know they're they're uh, one's gonna be 16 here pretty soon and and one's you know getting ready to be 14 and or 15 and um they love racing so you know testing out and see um see what's uh, available and and you know it's uh you know, this particular car is a good car, and, and we'll see what kind of goes from there. They don't really know a lot of what's going on yet. They just know that Dad's racing uh, in a oh. car at Oakshade. Well, hopefully they're so. not listening then. We're not letting the cat out of the bag or anything here. Well, it, it's if it if it's uh, if it is, it's one of the worst kept secrets okay. ever. <laughs> so, is, Kurt's car is it, is this one uh, that's possibly for sale then? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's for sale to everyone. But. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's been off. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, there's, we have a lot of uh, mutual interest between the two of us. It's a good card, safe car. And, um, you know, it, that's one of the things, um, I was surprised. I, I think Kurt told me that, uh, he wears a uh, head and neck restraint. You, Scott, you wear a head and neck restraint. And then he said that I might be the only other person in a, in a, in a, in a bomber that has it. That, that kind of really surprised me because I, you know, I'm, I want a nice safe car first and then. If it's got speed, great, but, um, you know, I can have fun and, and, um, you know, I don't need to win every race. So as long as I'm safe in the car and all that good stuff and, and Ron did a Ron, I feel bad for Ron. I, I got a hold of Ron late last Wednesday night, really late. And actually probably Stevie was more up than any of us and, um, asked if they had a, a suit and, um, I got a hold of Ron then again, Thursday morning. And by Friday at one o'clock, uh, had a, a driver's suit that fit me. It wasn't a size too small. And, um, you know, and had also the head and neck restraint. And then I was, I was really, really scared about drilling into my helmet to, uh, adapt the adapters that you hooked the, the neck restraint onto. So Ron marked it, Stevie uh, drilled holes in it. And I cried because I was like, I can't do this. And then, uh, so it lined up right. And, uh, when I got in the car, I was very surprised on how much I could actually move around. You could feel how it worked. You could feel how it would restrain you. Like it was worth every dollar uh, we spent on it, but um, you know it was pretty good. Uh, so I, I, if anyone has a phobia of putting that thing on or anything like that, um, I'd say give it a try. I, I really like it, and I think it's uh, for somebody like myself who's got a big tall neck, um, and you're putting a lot of weight on top of that. Um, you know, it's it's cheaper than the uh, deductible to hospital. Yeah, it was a, absolutely. This was the first year I ran the the head and neck restraint, and it was a, it was an adjustment for me. 
after not running mm-hmm. it for for yeah. many years. So, but uh, I'm I'm finally used to. It. I know Gabe uh, Mueller uh, also uses it in the bombers as well. Same. Oh, good. And that guy over good. there. Yep. <laughs> I took an AC one in fifteen and put a containment seat and bought a Hans and all that stuff. Cool. All right, Scott. Well, yeah. we appreciate the update on things, and uh, if if uh, anything uh, happens uh, with Millstream, we we expect a, a phone call or something. You, you guys will be like the third to know. Third to know. All right, I'll and, take and, that. And Sounds Scott good. will be at Oakshade Saturday night. If you have any questions, just look him up. There you go. But uh, I'm uh, as I've said before. You know, if anyone has any questions, just go hold me and be more than happy to talk it over. It, it doesn't do any good to get really upset and things like that. You know, there's a lot of reasons behind it, and I can explain it to you. And, and uh, kind of go from there. Um, but yeah, I'd be happy to talk to anyone that comes, uh, you know, walks up to me. We're gonna, at the car 62 AA. It's a white car with orange letters. And um, it's, it's, I tell you, racing's fun. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I love racing. So if it's not the track, it's in a car or whatever. You know, I just love getting out there and having fun. I'll tell you what, though, after all, most of the cars got off the track from your heat race uh, when the rain kept coming, uh, there was one car that stayed out there. For some reason, Pam was saying on the radio, if you want to get off the track, you can go ahead and do that. It wasn't like get off the track. It was if you want to. So she said it a few times, and then finally most of the cars got off, but there was still one, Chris Yoakum, I think his name was, and he was having fun out there. He's just <laughs> going sideways, sliding around in the rain, and then I think finally Pam told him, all right, that's enough. So, okay, I d- Chris. I didn't you. know what to do. <laughs> I mean, she's – she said, if you want to, you can get off the yeah. track. Well, then I'm like, well, what do you do when you get back there and you need to get back on? And so, and I'm new, so I just stay out there and follow the leader until somebody went off. And But it was slippery. It was like when we took the, the restart, it was like, you know, I was like, why are the cars coming to me? Well, they are all smart enough to back off. <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, oh, boy, you better get this thing slowed down. But uh, it was a lot of fun. All right, Scott. Well, uh, we'll see you out there Saturday. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thanks, Take care, Scott. Scott. Yep. yep. Bye. There you go. Scott Warner. Hey, there's Jerry. We'll do this. We'll make everybody the same size here. Uh, coming up, we have our how many and uh, our Big D's racing menu for the, the weekend here. We'll go through a little bit of racing news real quick. Uh, Kyle Speaking Bush. Speaking of Big D's. Oh, Devin Moran. De- De- Devin just finished second in his heat race to, uh, yeah. Can't remember who, who won it, but yeah. Kyle Larson was third in his heat. So, uh, yeah, definitely some. Uh, Heavy hitters, Tim McCready had issues, so yeah, there's all kinds of drama going on tonight at Eldora. Uh, Kyle Brandon Bush. Overton is leading his heat right now. Kyle Bush was fined fifty thousand dollars for a safety violation uh, actions detrimental to stock car racing and violating NASCAR member conduct guidelines for his post wreck actions at Darlington on uh, Sunday. Um, fifty grand. That's yeah. nothing. That just means he didn't get paid on Sunday. He, yeah. yeah. If you missed it, he uh, hit the wall. Or what did he do? He came down a little bit on uh, the three car of uh, Austin uh, Dillon and cool. then hit the wall, and he was all mad at himself and flew back into the garage, almost ran over some people back there, took out some cones, which was cool. Uh, said shit a few times on uh, national TV in the interview. Uh, but I don't think he got fined for that. I think it was just uh, putting uh, people in, in danger. But uh, I don't know. He'd, it's almost like I'm tired of hearing him. He just whines all the right time. Me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, eh, I didn't get my way today. But anyway, uh, so he got uh, $50,000 uh, that he'll be donating to NASCAR. Um, 
2000 uh, Glass City 200 winner Tim Ice will serve as the Grand Marshal for the 33rd running of the Central Transport Glass City 200 at uh, Toledo Speedway. Ice was also the 1990 and 1991 champion of the uh, former Iceman Late Model Series, which was based in uh, Toledo under promoter Sonny Adams. I used to do uh, the website for those guys way back in the, the 90s, back when websites were new and fun and exciting and yeah, uh, did you hear about the uh, 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 the uh, Bush or the Bush Clash? The the Clash, I guess it's not Bush Clash anymore. Uh, for next year, where they're talking about uh, possibly having it. No, at the L.A. Coliseum. Yeah, talking about putting a quarter, a quarter mile, mile track. Where at the L.A. Coliseum? You know where they play oh. football. Oh, the Trojans yeah. play. They, I guess they've had a couple of Olympics there, mm. and they're going to have another one. So uh, they're talking about putting a track in the L.A. Coliseum and running the Bush, or the Clash, the uh, the Clash, know, the the, uh, the Crash. The cr- it could be. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So that could be happening. It's in. I guess NASCAR is in quote serious talks to make the event a reality. Uh, that uh, is uh, per the Athletic, as uh, yeah, they used on to Monday. race at Soldier Field in Chicago. They did. And it's kind of like uh, Bowman Gray right. Stadium. So, it, uh, I don't know. It could be interesting. They have less cars in the Clash, so it makes it so they can run on a quarter-mile track. Because usually they only have 20, 21 cars, something like that. Yeah, All the polls. Typical it, Saturday night. Is it pole winners that, uh, that earn a starting position in that? Yeah. Pole winners, former Clash winners, I think. Champions. Previous Cup champions, I, yeah. I think, are uh, – <laughs> Invited as well. Then a couple of depending wild, on how many. Then a couple of wild winners. cards. It is a it's a non points race. It's a you know right. exhibition race. So I mean it could happen. That'd be I'd like to see that. That'd be interesting. Uh, the NASCAR Next Gen Cup cars will not have a rear view mirror. Instead, they're going to have a uh, rear view camera, backup camera. It's got like <laughs> it's got a little screen. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not not a joke. This no. is serious. So. so it almost looks like it's a video game monitor up on their rear view mirror because you could see like I guess everything behind them from the camera. I, my question is, what's going to happen when they back it in the wall and they're still out there? They just have no rear view. Let's just get Good further one. and further away from reality. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Maybe they should only have it if uh, they put it in reverse that it would show up I don't know. <laughs> but uh yeah that's uh, part of the next gen cup car i just found that out uh, the other day uh world 100 news bobby pierce has been disqualified from uh, tonight's world 100 competition after an apparent altercation between one of uh, pierce's crew members and a track worker zoinks the, yes, the 2016 Surprise. World 100 winner will be able to compete Jeez. again tomorrow. And uh, if you haven't seen uh, Bobby's car, it's uh, the Mystery Machine from Scooby Doo. It looks, I think, it's the coolest looking car down there. He does a good job. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunate for him. And, and Bobby's a pretty laid back guy himself. It wasn't him, but since he's one, responsible, one of his, one of his, crew, his crew members crew. tends to get herself in yeah. trouble. Herself? Was it a she? I've heard it was either mom or dad. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. Or sis. The uh, Bobby was Pierce it, okay. issued a statement and said pretty much this is the only thing he's going to say on it. Uh, he wants to inform his fan, my fans, this is a quote, I want to inform my fans that we are not racing tonight due to an incident with a singular crew guy. 
says guy, so I'm assuming it's a dude, disobeying the Eldora Speedway four-wheeler rules slash other rules late last night after racing events concluded. Even though the rest of my team, including myself, were asleep, I understand as the driver I am responsible for my crew. Thankful we are able to race tomorrow, but I want to apologize for any disturbance caused to Eldora Speedway staff and apologies to all the fans that wanted to see us race in the uh, biggest race of the year, unquote. So, yeah, I guess that's uh, got to be careful who's on your, your team, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. You should see my guys. <laughs> you should see my guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good time. <laughs> uh, make sure to follow us on uh, Twitter at Hammer Report. And uh, we, have, uh, we did a uh, Twitter poll, and I don't even know what the uh, results were. Uh, when uh, should racing? When should uh, racing season end in uh, the Midwest for for local tracks? And, uh, new Year's Day. You think so? Yeah, well, I don't that, think that was one of those choices. That's when, but that's when the new season begins and the old one yeah, ends. Well, that's, that's the new season, not the old season. Um, well, there it is. Okay, there's the results. Let's see if we can pull this up here, and we'll go back over here. We're going to share this screen. Quick results, Brandon Overton, who swept the dreams at Eldora earlier this year, just picked up the heat race win in tonight's World 100. Brandon Overton looking to be the man to beat again. All right. All right, here we go. Here is uh, the uh, the Twitter poll from last week, and uh, I'm going to switch over here so I can actually read it. Um, only 5% said never. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah. So only 5% there. Uh, 30% said we should race through November. 55% say October. It seems fair. And uh, only 10% say September or earlier. So so that October, is that the first or the end of October? Uh, I'm saying through uh, through the through end of October? October. Yeah, so like okay. the Monster Mash at Montpelier probably okay. be a good... You get in the fun. 40s, man. It kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. Yes. It's a little rainy and cold. It's not fun. And yet we do uh, I, I, the hangover race on New Year's Day. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Last year, that was not fun. Was last fun. year was the most unfun I've ever had fun. at a racetrack. No. Sorry, Chris. No, I did have. I went to Cedar Point uh, Tuesday a couple weeks ago, and I had flashbacks because uh, I went to. I always go to Fazoli's whenever I go to sure. uh, Sandusky, since there's not one around here, and I had flashbacks of sitting there underneath the heat thing, soaking wet, still freezing after yeah. the hangover. Yeah, that was. Um, make sure to give uh, Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223 for race cars, parts, like this. Yeah. Safety equipment. Uh, and just, an, just an FYI, Scott, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be relinquishing uh, my, my airtime uh, and uh, promoting the Whiteford Fall Festival, and we're going to be talking about that more. Uh I meant to ask and, and, you about that. Is that and, the, that's the park that's right yes, over here, right? Yep, it's, okay. it's right around the corner from from my place, and uh, from Ron Miller Race Cars, and uh, we're going to have a huge festival. The playground has uh, eight wonderful ball diamonds. It's it's on ninety six acres, uh, two and a half mile walking trail. If you walk the whole thing, uh, one of the highest rated frisbee golf courses in the state of Michigan, but no playground. And the purpose of our uh, fall festival and subsequent fall festivals is going to be providing really what we want, uh, almost a world-class playground for kids. And this is what you roped me into on uh, October 9th. Right? I roped you into okay. it. 
and uh, <laughs> might as well just do a show from there. The the video van the is dirt track. Yeah, the, the video <laughs> van is available, so you need yeah, I've to. Heard, uh, I've heard about that. Yeah, you need to brush up on. Okay. Uh, so what uh, what are the hours uh, this thing's going on on it, it's uh, Saturday from ten, night? It's ten to five, October 9th. Okay. Um, so if you're headed to the racetrack on Saturday, is Fremont still running? It's Gen Four Classic weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're running but, uh, Friday, but we're not. You running can still Saturday. come out. But right. well, oh. yeah. Okay. Scott, there's going to there's going to be a huge car show, a huge Jeep show, uh, a very significant uh, display of antique tractors. There's going to be bounce houses for kids, all kinds of activities for kids, uh, a vendors row, uh, food trucks. Uh, I just found out today one more, so that brings it to seven food trucks. So it's going to be a food truck event too. Is Ryan Weekman going to be there? For this? Uh, I haven't bounced it off of him yet. He's on no. vacation this week. Yeah. I was. Going to nail him down, but uh, it, it's my hope okay. that Ryan's there. That way we'll have at least good weather. Yeah. Right? That's how that works. It never rains on Ryan Weekman. <laughs> uh, last week's How Many was uh, how many All-Stars were going to be at Attica on Saturday night. The uh, uh, correct number was 36. Woo! I, uh, I guess that. I said 36, and uh, right there, there's yeah. your winner. He was the only one to guess 36. I guess 36. Oh, right. McCoy gets I a no, I don't know why I picked 36. <laughs> only because it's your truck yeah. number. <laughs> ah, it's RJ's truck number. You would think RJ would have picked it. Uh, yeah. He'd have picked number eight. Yeah, that's that's a good Scott, number. You too. picked 36. I did. Yeah. Oh, that was that's right. awesome. You guys put me in a box, and I just happened to get it right there. So the box happened to work. It did. So yeah. You get with uh, Dean. You got into uh, at least one. You've won before too. Now. Uh, have I? I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Well, you got a big D's pizza. Yeah. Now you have to nice. go to Clyde. I got some friends in Clyde. Oh, bring worth the you. trip. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, so this week's how many is kind of a different how many. It's not really a how many, but it is a number. What is going to be the number on the side of the car that wins Saturday, the fiftieth? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're running. 51st is tonight. Tonight's 51st. Yep. So they're running last year's on Saturday, the 50th World 100 um, race winning car number. On Saturday. On Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, not tonight's, but Saturday night's. And since I won, I'll have to pick first. I'm going to go with uh, six. Oh, yeah. I'm going with six. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Ooh. What, what do you got, Ron or, or Jerry? Zero SB. Zero SB. Some bitch. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. You've you've taken the winner. I don't know. What about the mystery? Machine? I don't think he had. I, I I think that guy who just won that last heat race. What about the maybe nine yeah, Devin. Devin, I'm gonna tell you what. Last Devin is Saturday or Sunday that's night. A, that'd be a good pick, that's, and that's where we're going. Amazing. That's where we're going. You're going with nine. We're. I'm going with nine. All right. I'm sorry, Dean. I I should have picked it, and I didn't. So, yep. Ron's got. I think Ron may have the the show stealer right there. All right. And he's uh, been good down there. We're gonna let you two. Pick. Oh, he you was guys. he was amazing Sunday if he hadn't broke. Well, they can pick online too, right? Who them? Yeah, I suppose. You can still guess online too, yeah. We'll do thirty-two. Gonna do thirty-two. Mister Machine. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> I that's like that high side tickler just because I like the name. Number eight. Eight. Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah. Ricky Thornton Jr. is looking really good in his heat race right now too. So. 
I bought a shirt just because of his nickname. The high side tickler. (laughs) All right, if uh, you want to play along online, go ahead, put your guess in on our uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live comments. And if you're listening to us on the podcast on uh, Spotify or Google, not live, you can come back and find us on Facebook and put your guess in on uh, there. We got sponsored. Oh, yeah, we can get that. We we can do that. yeah, and uh, if you uh, guess right, guess the right car number of uh, Saturday's winner of the World 100, you will get a uh, Big D's Pizza courtesy of Dean Henry, sponsor of uh, the number nine, Devin Moran. So if uh, the number nine wins, that'd be even. You should win two pizzas if you pick the nine. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if Dean would go for that, but because that's like a double win for I him. I think that's who won whenever I was down in Bristol for the uh, the Bristol Dirt Race. I was down there for that weekend. Pretty Moran sure. won that. Yeah, I think so. Oh, remember. So. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So that's all you got to do. You have until noon on Saturday to get your guess in. So you, you've you put your guesses in for the in-studio guesses. Well, you still, you got to go back and put your guess in the guesses okay. to get but, the pizza. Yeah, and you can pick a different number if you want. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, you have until online. noon to figure it out. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, before we get to the Big D's uh, pizza menu... Big D's pizza racing menu for this weekend. Uh, Riley's Riley's got some sponsors. She wrote down stuff. She took notes. So uh, (laughs) we're going to give the floor to her real quick. Yeah. Um, First, I'd like to thank Corey and Katie for everything they've done for me uh, throughout the season. Uh, My dad and Becca for how much they've worked. Uh, My sponsor, Angelo's Northwood Villa, Blastmaster, Ron Miller's Race Cars, uh, Cam Racing, Uh, my family for everyone that's helped me through everything, Uh, everyone who has, like, supported me through Everything has been there by my side the whole time. She's got a nice following out there, man. It's pretty cool. Whenever oh. she she pulls off a win, like it's when well when's the when's it's the race T-shirts coming? You're wearing them. You're wearing one. them. Turn, see the backside. I got all three of them. Oh on yeah, there. look yeah. at that. Yeah, it was. It was a lot easier to. Does the camera get them? Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. It looks of, good. Uh, there you go. We figured there, instead yeah. of trying to get sixty bucks, you know, twenty. Yeah. Like, let's just put them all on one, and it's 25 bucks. You get a pair of sunglasses with them. And it's just a lot easier that way instead of trying to, you know. All right. So. You got sponsors you want to yeah, blast I, out? Yeah, first and foremost, like, uh, Mark Hackenmeister. Like, that dude, for some reason, thinks I can drive or something. And <laughs> <laughs> he's, he put some blind faith in me, probably because of that guy sitting over there, like, bends his ear from time to time. Um, Casey Engineering. Uh... CAS machining, like that dude builds builds good horsepower. For yeah, yeah. Does it really well. I try for, and break my motor, but it uh, still works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. Like, I've, <laughs> I had uh, one engine issue so far, and I had a valve stick, and that had nothing to do with him. And, you know, um, Ron Miller Race Cars, of course. Uh, DDH Farms, they, he takes, that's my personal sponsor. Um, Blastmaster. Uh, takes care of fuel. Uh, I think that's it. I think that was it. Help him out, Riley. Huh? Oh, on Central Collision. Yep, Central Collision. The they, they take care of the... Uh, 30, <laughs> you need her to help yeah. you with your sponsors. <laughs> 36M uh, has been bent a few times. It's been <laughs> over to Central Collision to you know, get her Straightened back moved out. around. Gotcha. Yeah, a little massage and from time to time. Well, Dean says, hell yes. If uh, you pick the nine car and the nine wins, you get two pizzas. Uh, and changing my answer. And, and, <laughs> well, you can and, pick whatever you want yeah, online. There you go. And he uh, confirms that, uh, yeah, Devin uh, did win Bristol. 
So, good call. Yeah. Uh, racing this weekend. Man, we're going long time. We got to wrap this up. Attica tomorrow night. Uh, it's the uh, Kistler Racing Products John Wright's custom chrome plating presents the Mark Keegan Classic Season Championship Night with uh, 410 AFCS, uh, 4,000 to win. Uh, the 305 AFCS, uh, 1,000 to win for that. And uh, late models, uh, gates open at 5, racing at 745, general mission, 18 bucks. And I think uh, Jerry mentioned that uh, Devin Shields took over the point lead for the late models last weekend. I so, believe so, yeah. And he's leading the points at Oakshade, so he might have uh, two track championships uh, this year. Wow. If he can maintain things at Attica tomorrow night. Also tomorrow night, the uh, 50th World 100, night number one, as uh, you got uh, double World 100s uh, happening this week. Um, dirt car, late models, uh, 10,000 to win, twin 25-lap features. The gates open at noon, racing at 8 p.m. General mission is uh, 29 bucks at Eldora on Friday. Saturday, Shady Bowl Speedway, and uh, I got this off their schedule. Hopefully this is right still. Uh, it's the last points race, modified street stocks, tuners, thunder cars, Crown Vicks, compacts. No tuners. Uh, the Ohio Wheelman Series has been rescheduled for this Saturday as well. Okay. $5,500 to win, 75-lap feature for them. Compacts will be running 100 laps. Uh, it, still accepting lap sponsors. You can jump on Shady Bowl Speedway's uh, Facebook page to find out information about that. Should be a hell of a show. I mean, it, it's final points night as well. So, uh, yeah, just like everybody else, it, it, it looking for a big weekend at Shady Bowl. What's uh, race time? I uh, believe we're going to start a little early again this week. Uh, six again? Hot la- six uh, practice, last week. Pra- yeah. yeah, practice will start at three. Uh, meet, immediately after that qualifying, we're going to try to get racing at six as long as we don't have any issues. So, All right. Somebody talk to them wheelman guys on letting those trucks come in there and bombers and stuff, man. I've been, <laughs> I think, is it Will Wiggins or something or other? Yeah, was, yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah uh, Will, Will Wiggins, yep. Yeah, I've I've hit him up a few times trying to sneak into one, man. He will not budge. No. Dude, like. Have you talked to Chris about uh, getting the, the dirt trucks at for the cavalcade again? It's, it's it's tough to get the dirt trucks back over there. They, they we had a. You guys were the heroes last year. A uh, couple years ago. Yeah, it was 18, yeah. actually. Um, was it that long ago? It was 18. A few years ago. Uh, we did. Well, I mean, we ran green white checker in the rain after those little <laughs> asphalt guys a little sprinkle on the track. We're not gonna race. Careful, like, careful. <laughs> but that's what happened, man. It started sprinkling. They're like, "No, we're not running." And everybody ran down to their trucks and went out and ran a twenty green flag laps. So, did you guys have slicks on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, some did, some didn't. We were all supposed to be on slicks, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, it just kind of happens that way. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, Oakshade Raceway, Saturday night, uh, featuring double features, the continuation of season championship night from uh, last weekend with the late model sports and bombers and compacts. Gates open to four racing at seven general mission, 14 bucks there. Uh, Fremont Speedway, it's Iron Workers, local 55 night. It's uh, the AFCS Championship Night as well with the 410s and the 305s. And, of course, the dirt trucks. You can see uh, Corey McCoy and uh, team in action. Wax and ass. Wax and ass, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, gates open at 4, racing at 7. Is that on the spoiler on the back? I was wondering that. Chance. What? Waxing ass. Is, is that, that on your spoiler? spoiler? No, it says pitter-patter, let's get at her. Ah. Yeah. I think you need to change it for next year. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> Smooth as a baby's bottle. Um, racing at seven. 
Done Mission, 18 bucks. Sandusky Speedway back in action with the Terry Cipher Memorial Race uh, featuring Modifieds, Pure Stocks, Renegades, Beginner Stocks. Pig Gate opens at three, Main Gate at four, Racing at seven. Uh, and again, General Mission, $1 there. You got to like that. That's unbelievable. Wow. That's awesome. Where's that at? Uh, Sandusky Speedway. Oh, Sandusky. Chris Mize. And the they do a bunch of dollar yeah, they nights. Do them, dude, they do a good job. And, and, and I got to thank Chris Mize. He, he's he been sharing the stuff for Shady Bowl with the Ohio Wheelman Series the last two weeks, even though we got rained out. And now we're, we're running against him. He's still been sharing our event. So thank you to Chris, you know, for everything he does, not only for Sandusky, obviously, but racing in general. Chris is awesome. Yeah, El- dude gets it, man. El Toro Speedway, yeah. uh, the uh, 50th annual World 100, night number two. 5,300, or 5,300, 53,000 to win. Uh, gates open at noon, racing at 7. General mission is 40 bucks on Saturday night. And again, our uh, how many for this week is the uh, car number, winning car number on Saturday night. So there you go. Oh, Montpelier Motor Speedway. Also, uh, Midwest Thunder Midgets, UMP Modified su- Super Stocks and Hornets. Gates open at 445, racing at 730. General mission is $12 at uh, Montpelier, Indiana. And uh, your weekend weather pit stop, uh, you're not right. I didn't prepare you for this, did I? No. Oh, it's going to be sunny and nice. It is. All weekend. And then Sunday is going to get Yeah, hot. I heard that last weekend. And, and a little bit cooler. Where did that stuff come from? It it, it came from nowhere. Oh, yeah, it wasn't nice. Man. But, yeah, uh, Ryan Week went on vacation this week. Uh, we hope to have him back for our weekend weather pit stop uh, next weekend so we can send him off. with the. That's Ryan Weekman. He's getting ready to leave the pits. There he goes. Let go. That way. Just don't go real fast. I had my headphones on wrong. He went went that way. He's supposed to go that way. I was so confused. I was like, why is he going toward Ron? Um, Yeah, so uh, next week on the show, uh, we'll have uh, Terry Rushlow. What? What are you doing? Heat 6 just finished at Eldora. The winner of heat race number 6 and starting on the pole for tonight's 51st running of the World 100, the number eight of the high side tickler, yeah. Kyle Strickler. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Love <All> right. it. <laughs> he almost had a little Rick Eshelman there yeah. sounding when you said that. Do it again. Do it again. Hey, the high side tickler. Uh, it's not going to work. Nope. Kyle Strickler. All right, it's close. That's pretty know. good. Uh, so yeah, I've one. listened to Rick for years, so you know, I did, I'm sure he has influenced me at some point as well. Just like that Scott Hammer guy. I I try not to let Rick influence me too much, even though I worked with him for years. But, uh, yeah. Um, Anyway, now I lost my train of thought. Terry Rushlow, uh, winner of the uh, the stock feature last week, or last Sunday at uh, Eldora. At the Baldus Classic, yeah. yeah. Will uh, be with us. And uh, I'd like to thank our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, field correspondents, Matt Swander, John Young, and Doug Dock. Um. No hammer down hotline uh, this week. No no messages uh, were left. But um, if you'd like to call and leave a message for next week's show, there's the number 419 318 3081. It's 419 318 3081. If you got nothing to talk about, uh, give us a call and uh, tell us uh, what your favorite toppings are on a Big D's pizza. Everything. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Call the number. Tell us that. It's important stuff. Everybody <laughs> wants to know. You answer, I'll say everything. I'm going to hang up the yeah, phone. I don't answer the phone. Okay. It, well, Mrs. Google does. It's an automated thing. Uh, once again, thanks to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame, Photos. What is going on there? 
I forgot Great Lakes. Oh, excuse me, Great Lakes Garage Doors. Okay. No one takes care of us. So <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, Freeze frame photos, Dipman Motorsports. Thank them for uh, sponsoring us. And again, thank uh, support our sponsors. Support the sponsors of uh, your your favorite race car drivers, go kart drivers. And this girl right here. Yeah. Remember this girl. Remember this girl. Yeah. She's yeah, going somewhere. She's, she's got it. Are you, like, is she on the box. is she on the RJ uh, Cornette plan? Uh, uh, going from the go kart and eventually going to move up to a big car yeah, that's, truck. That's 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 uh, honestly the goal. Yeah. But, you know, we just got to get her a little more consistent and comfortable. So how many years out are we? Oh, that's all up to her, honestly. Like, we'll okay. put her in something next year if uh, we see some, some more consistent. If things work out. Yeah, yeah. If, if everything is as we're hoping it's going to be. If all the stars line up, you she'll never be in know. a big car. She could be making laps behind <laughs> that place behind Myers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or no. whatever happens. <laughs> going to put you her know. on the asphalt? Uh, dirt, I don't know. Maybe. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Maybe. We'll, we'll Miss just... Riley's saying no. I like the dirt idea, Ron. <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll just, you know, the, the, the speeds, the, the little ball ring. Man, that's where I cut my teeth, dude. That's there's a lot going on in a short amount of time on that little track, so... There's something to be said about that as much as I dislike it. Fair enough. You know. So you can catch these two out at uh, Palmyra tomorrow night. Yeah. Some go-kart action, and then uh, Saturday night out at Fremont. 25th place right here. 25th. Yeah. <laughs> Is there that many? <laughs> oh, there's probably going to be 30 to 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not last then. No. No, I'm never last. Okay. If you're not first. That's, no. Oh. Dude, I, I got a little Zero chance. One more, one more shout out, real quick, before we go. Dylan Ifflin, one of the regulars up at Oak Shade Raceway, did make the long haul down to Shady Bowl last week. Unfortunately, we got rained out. Dylan didn't have all the rules figured out for Shady Bowl, so we wasn't going to be able to let him race anyway. Hopefully, he uh, will come back for a hundred lapper this Saturday. Scott, real Thanks quick, Dylan, um, since you're the Oak it's Shade, it's a never-ending show. <laughs> since you're the Oak Shade, no, no, no. I, I just want to make sure everybody understands that at Oak Shade, the uh, uh, Bomber Spectacular has been moved to next week, but Saturday will be a regular show for the Bombers. This Saturday. I'm confused. The Bomber Spectacular has always been not this week, but next week. Okay. Yeah. So, But it will be double features for... Double features, yeah. Yep. Season's okay. Championship features first, and then the regular show to follow. Gotcha. At Oche. Okay. You're confusing me, Ron. What face that? That's easy. What'd you say, Jerry? What they said. Gesundheit. Oh, yeah, we're over. You're over. Yeah, you're over there. Wow, this yeah. is crazy. We're going. We'll see you next week, Thursday, 7 o'clock. We'll be back with uh, Terry Rushlow. Yeah. We, we are out. Bye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. 
they were able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 